Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shoes with Biscuit podcast. Uh, I'm Alex Whiteley, and uh, today's going to be a tricky one because uh, I'm joined by two Shanes. Uh, of course, uh, my fellow Biscuiteer, my Biscuit bro, Shane Hinton. What's up, buddy? You all right? Well, that's enthusiastic. How it goes. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show, Alex. Uh, um, <laughs> and we are joined by... Mr. Comic Salopia himself, Shane Chebsey. How's it going, Shane? Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, I'm good. Right, Thanks, so, buddy. So here's, here's how we're going to do this. So uh, we've got Hinton and we've got Shane. That's Just cheat our last names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it weird hearing that music, by the way, at the beginning of uh, of this podcast? Because if you guys don't know, the <laughs> listeners don't know, that our intro is a Cosmic Rays song um, that we that Shane let us use uh, and, and Charlie let us use. Um, so is that weird still, hearing that? Um it it just seems like it's part of my world now. Whenever I listen to the biscuit, um, I hear that song, and it's like, ah, it's a nice <laughs> feeling. <laughs> it's, it's a good job I chose a, a song that you liked. I mean, I know you, 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 I'm sure there's a musician out there that's like, oh, I can't believe we recorded that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, <laughs> like you always have your favourites, don't you? Yeah, yeah or yeah, the one, yeah. the ones that you might be become a little bit indifferent to over time. I can just imagine uh, Cosmic Rays set up for a gig and people just, just crowd to the front of the stage. They hear that bit from the beginning of the biscuit. Like, yeah! And then they go back to the bar. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they just want to come and hear the biscuit intro. It's like they don't know the tax. It's like when they use a song in an advert, isn't it? They don't know the name of the song. It's like, Oh yeah, it's the it's the um, it's the Capri song. It's like that must be horrible for the artist, you know, when they've written a song. Oh yeah, with Genesis. Genesis. Phil Collins yeah, with yeah, the drums. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the ape with the drum song. <laughs> Phil Collins no, it's is not. Like, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Funny. That's cool. We're very proud to be to have uh, created the biscuit song. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's been used over about over about, about two hundred and sixty times now. That has. <laughs> Seriously, man, I looked, I looked cool. back the other day and I was like, we've recorded how many episodes? And it's about 263 That's or something impressive. like that, I think. That is very impressive, mate. Very, we've very been impressive. busy. We've been very busy, Shane. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, first of all, I need to give you a hint and a shout out because uh, Reduced to Clear Biscuits was a very, uh, the last one, was eight, <laughs> episode eight, with um, Luke Allen and Alex Giuseppe. <laughs> So uh, the, uh, the guys that are listening that don't listen to Reduce to Clear Biscuits, first of all, how dare you? Uh, second of all, uh, <laughs> you guys had a guest to come on, didn't you? But it didn't turn up. And yeah, you guys just yeah. went with it. And it was actually really, really nice. It was really good. It, it was it was interesting because it wasn't planned. Um, you know, so for something that Al taught me was uh, guest doesn't turn up, just press record and just go with it anyway and just see what happens. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to either work or it isn't. You know, it, you don't have to use the audio. So mm. we just press record and, and went with it. And I wasn't prepared because, it, it, yeah, the whole thing was just, you know, you know, you're just out of rhythm. Yeah. Something yeah. happens, and it just completely knocks, knocks you. You just can't get your beat back again. It's just, I was completely off beat and I just didn't know what I was doing. And uh, just went with it. It's just, you know. Well, well, you guys have both worked with me. Um, Shane, uh, mm. you were on the, the Weekly Bazaar with me for a bit there and hinted on yeah. a Biscuiteer. Uh, and you know what it's like when, especially when I get a bit like heated in the moment. I'm kind of like, <laughs> no, Where is this why no. I turned up. Uh, and then sometimes, like it's it's really weird. I, I've explained it a couple of times how me and my wife would be having a bar me, and I'd be like, oh, well, I hate my existence too. Oh my god! And then I hit record. And I'm like, hey guys, welcome to You Suck Podcast. Or welcome to- it's really weird, isn't it? It's, cool. it's called professionalism, seen, mate. It's professionalism. I've literally seen the transition firsthand as well. Yeah. Literally, like live, I've seen the transition. He's been like, ah, welcome to the Shoes Biscuit podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, it's good that you can do that, mate, because you don't really want to come on going, welcome to the Shoes Biscuit podcast. <laughs> People are going to be like, whoa, this is this show's got attitude. It's happened to me a couple of times. Uh, I remember I, when we first did the Weekly Bazaar with Garrett, um, the first time round, uh, this is for the uh, this was for Thorskin. Um, yeah, I back. first time I got that mix in. Now, Shane uh, Hinton will understand what I'm talking about. Um, I just first bought the mixer and I thought, oh, I'll just plug it in, <laughs> fine. And then we'll just go. 
Um, this is a mix that I later. use now, by the way. This is the mix is now in my house. It's right here, and I've, it took me three hours to get it working. <laughs> which I need to come and scoop off for you sometime. I need to get you a, an audio interface, which would be easier because I need to. I need Andy McEwen, um, who I spoke to a few uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, actually, no, we're going to record this early. I don't know. Yeah. I spoke to Andy McEwen. Who's a very famous uh, music and uh, light artist in Shrewsbury? Amazing guy. I was like, oh yeah, bring your kit around. We'll we'll test the stuff out for the twenty four hour. And I was like, okay, sounds great. So we're going to take the mixer and stuff, and we're going to set it up, and we're going to do like a mock setup. This, this, this is the first I've heard of this, by the way. Which means <laughs> I have been busy. I'm um, I'm, I'm going to have to dig it out now. <laughs> Thank, thanks, boss. <laughs> what Andy does do, some great stuff, doesn't he? I love Andy. Andy does brilliant work he's yeah. amazing he really is like I, I this is the first time i spoke to him on the show but i've been aware of him for like, <clears> a couple of years and be like it was so nice to finally sit down and speak to him um and you shane you've started your own podcast as well haven't you uh it's been going well indeed yeah um i was actually when you were talking shane about uh when you just go and you know you just go with it when the guest doesn't turn up we had one like that but it was a live show because we do live shows as well mm. and uh <laughs> john layman the right, the comics writer John Layman. Well, it was my fault actually. Got the I got the hours wrong because um, he's in America, and I just slightly miscalculated because of the, you know daytime saving. So we were on, we came on, and it's like he texted us and said, "Isn't it in an hour?" So we just went, we just went because it was live. So we spoke for an hour, and we were just about to get go off. And Ollie, my co-host, said, "John's ready to come on now. Should we just do it?" So we did a two-hour <laughs> show. <laughs> And the first hour of it was just us just talking rubbish. Um, (laughs) And then uh, John came on and saved the day. But it actually ended up being a really good show. But like you say, you just go for it because you don't know it could turn out really well, even on a live show. You know, if it, if it starts to turn into a disaster, you just go, right, guys, we're off now. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that that tends to happen. I mean, uh, I know with the, with you suck, um, is it with the, I can't remember which show it is now. What's the difference? I think I think I was just like we're gonna have to shorten these times, man. We, we go, like, <laughs> because to, Tom ends up running out of things to say and he just starts getting daft. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> we're getting better at it. We are definitely getting better. I was chatting to um, a radio DJ friend of mine in uh, in New Hampshire in uh, in America last night. I was in, I went on his show and we were talking because I've started my radio show Naughty Talk mm, and we yeah. were just talking about like how have you found it and stuff because he's been doing this for years. Uh, and I was like, I feel like the podcast side of things, the li- especially the live shows, the the Wednesday night lives where we just don't write a script and we just hit record and go. That improv improv improvisation skills, they are very important to to mm. sort of doing what we do, mm. you know. Because sometimes yeah. you do run out of things to say, uh, and the ability to just pick something out of the air and be like, oh, mm. let's talk about the 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 heating systems on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Which that actually happened. Thing, that happened. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've still got the, the thing. Yeah, there it is. There you go. <laughs> the picture on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Welcome <laughs> to my life. <laughs> well, I find sometimes what I'm doing on the live shows is I'll be talking and then I'll be thinking while I'm talking and just I slow down what I say and I try not to um and ah and just like drivel just comes out and i just hope that nobody notices that it's complete drivel you know <laughs> See, I, i'm at the best I, i'm better at doing this sort of stuff when i've got al because al that was weird because me, me and Al bounce off each other really well mm, and i, I yeah. i'm in my Can't element i'm like yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Like it's, it's just—it's like the Anton Deck thing, you know. It's just yeah. sort of it's, which one's Anton? Which one's Deck? That's what I want to know. I'm the better-looking one. Um, <laughs> well, you've got—you've got a Bianc because you're taller, and you're and you're a little bit a little bit dimmer than me. So, oh, I mean, <laughs> it's not—it's not wrong though. That's the thing. He's like, yeah, yeah it's not wrong though. No. <laughs> there was no fight there at all. You were just like, yeah, well, you know. Do you know what? Sometimes I'll be doing—I'll be doing naughty talk, the radio show. Uh, yeah, the radio like, show, oh, not the general activity. Yeah, N O U G H T I. But no, I'll be mm. doing that, and I'll be like, I wish I had like someone like Shane or Tom Bruno here with me to do this. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like I feel like radio is better when you're just having a bit of a giggle with someone. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, you bounce off full radio. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, don't don't play Lady Gaga. Don't do it. I'm sorry, mate. It's got to be done. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Yeah. I have this, uh, this this. I've come up with like uh, this new process and. Like, I have five songs of cheese now. I have to play five mm. songs of cheese. 
and it's oh. all naughty, like cheese, yeah. like you know. Um, There's a lot of it then. Oh yeah, yeah. Craig David, <laughs> Britney Spears, Lady Gaga, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Although Lady Gaga, some of her songs ain't too bad. I dig Lady Gaga. I think I think she's really talented. You know, I do. I mean, she's in the arena of pop. There's no getting out. You know, and but there's nothing wrong with that. Some great pop music about. But I think she's a good singer. She's a good musician. And she's, she knows how to perform. She's got it all, you know? Mm. And she's unique. She's got her own voice. She doesn't... She doesn't re- okay, there's obviously a huge, massive Madonna influence there. Um, and David Barry, obviously, as well. But she she has, you know, created her own her own image, if you like, and she keeps changing it. I, I really... I find her really interesting. I wouldn't I like mind that. being a few could be behind her mind, but... <laughs> <laughs> have you learned a new phrase, Shane? Have you, have you learned a new phrase? Did you, did you learn that from... What? We don't. We're trying to like work out which Shane you're talking to right now. Oh, sorry, I hinted. You, sorry, yeah. <laughs> we're both looking blank. It's like, which one is he talking to? What's he talking about? Um, yeah, I like Gaga. I mean, I feel like we need to get musicians that are a bit more, a bit brave like that. You know, a bit bit eccentric. Mm. Um, yeah. Because Billy Eilish, Dinah Hair Green is just not going to do it for me. I'm sorry. We need someone <laughs> a bit more out there. Sorry. Um, anyway, Shane. Uh, Mr. Chebsey, uh, you are here for a reason. Um, I am. I always forgot about it. Then yeah, thought I was yeah. back. Well, I thought is... I was back in the the old podcast. You know, just chewing the fat. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, we didn't even name your podcast. We talked about it. What, what's your podcast? We did, uh, yeah, so my podcast is called the Ice Cast, which is unimaginatively named after the Ice Comic Convention that I run. So it's basically we had lockdown, and I thought, oh, I can't not do convention. Can't do nothing at all. So um, just thought, let's do a podcast. So I started doing an audio podcast, influenced. You know, by what you guys do, actually, you were an inspiration to me. And also, oh, the, guy, the guys at uh, Geek Syndicate as well have always inspired me. And um, and then it was like, well, let's let's try some live shows as well. So we started doing live shows, the Icecast Live, and we got some people on promoting their books. But the Icecast is like looking back over an artist's career and right right from the start to right to present. It's like a this is your life, you know, but but for comic <laughs> artists and without the red book. Do you do the bit where it's like, like this is what you could have had? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's bullseye, mate. That's bullseye. Yeah. No, you got, can't be a bit of bully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's really yeah, funny I, to turn around to Charlie Adlard and be like, you know, this, oh, yeah, this, this is your life. This is like, you know, what you've done in the whole of your life. This is an amazing story, but this is what you could have done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'd come back if I did that. You know what I mean? Like, you, you could have done this, but you chose to be a comic artist, you loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking yeah, about this with, uh, with a lot of artists actually it's one of my one of my lead questions really is kind of like the whole cliche oh you're not going to art college you're going to be a doctor uh, kind of thing <sighs> where, you know with the parents when they're you know like yeah. I mean it, it can't be easy to go up to your parents and be like yeah I'm, I'm going to be an artist I'm, I'm not going to oh yeah their, their response is like can't you be a drug dealer or something you know something <laughs> yeah. you know at least you can make some money then yeah, there's yeah. there's no respect at all for for arts in in a lot of quarters. You know, uh, my parents had a li- struggled a little bit. You know, when I said I wanted to be an artist, um, and I think my dad was really relieved when I you know came out of art college and got a job in a factory. You know, like, <laughs> oh, he's a great. He's going to be a normal person. You know, I'm probably a great disappointment to him now. But um, I think that you know, art the arts are so valuable. You know, they change our lives, they influence mm. us, they keep us going when we're low. I was thinking about it actually today, you know, the value of the arts and, you know, how they affect everything, whether it's music, um, a painting, or, you know, you, you, you're inspired by a piece of dance or, or you just great comics, you know, which is what inspires me most of the time. Yeah. It's so important in our lives and people just don't realise the value of it. And it just, it breaks my heart sometimes. And you you find it in some crazy places as well. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Not crazy as in um, I, what, what I'm trying to talk about is um, um, last weekend I was at uh, St Mary's for the historic church open. Yes, and they're trying to raise money to to repair their stained glass windows, to clean everything, and to you know two hundred thousand pounds they need. Uh, and yeah, so they had the, the the guys from the Corbett household dressed in chain mail and stuff like this, and with swords and shields, and they also had some great ex- exhibitors there as well mm. and one of them i spoke to was natalie hildegard lee who's um she's got a stained glass um studio by the english bridge oh, really? um, and she, oh, I know she makes 
designs custom stained glass for people and she's amazing mm. and i was mm. looking as we were doing this interview we were looking up at the stained glass and of course stained glass in churches are is very intricate very beautiful art mm. but when when i was learning about how you read the stained glass i was kind of like is this the world's first comic book mm-hmm. i mean it, they are panels they're definitely they're sequential panels. aren't they they tell a story yeah yeah yeah, there's, so, I mean, the idea of sequential storytelling, you know, has been around since you could argue the Egyptians, you know, um, and then you could you could also look at, um, you know, uh, Norman times, some of the tapestries, um, but cave paintings. How far do you want to go back? You know, telling stories yeah. through images um, because comics don't have to have copy. You know, they don't have, don't have to have words; they can be just images. Um, that you know, words came along later. Um, I mean, the first comic book was in the 19th century in in, in Britain, um, but uh, you know, uh, comics themselves as an art form have been around yeah, since uh, man. It has a huge influence on people as well, and like mm. the imagination behind some of them. I always wonder what was going through Stan Lee's head when he went, "I want a guy that's like a spider." Well, he's got eight <laughs> legs. No, 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 LS- no. He's LSD. Dressed, he's dressed probably in red and blue. And he shoots webs out of his hands. So. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just incredible imagination, you know. I mean, what Stan Lee was great at, he was great at looking at the, you know, what was around in culture at the time and putting it all together and coming out with something singular that represented oh. so much was going on. He was so he was so relevant at that time, you know, in the early 60s. I mean, Stan got went through a lot of stick in the mm. early stages, you know, especially coming out of the military. And mm. going into what 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 he was going into, and and you got a lot of stick, you know. Mm. Mm. I mean, who who at that point who would have thought that his creations would would be the lifeline of a lot of people, oh. you know? You can't you can't predict that sort of thing, can you? I mean, nah. back then comics were it's it's a weird thing actually because being a comic artist it was like a job, like a fight then. You know, you get you went in, you did your you did your drawings, you did your stuff and you went there was no celebrity they weren't celebrities uh, especially not in america you know it was just you, it was a daily grind and and there was very little respect for the artists and the writers but in some ways there was a little bit more respect because it was seen as a a normal job it was you know you weren't a weirdo for, for drawing comics so much um mm. Whereas, whereas now it's like, yeah, you're a weirdo, but you're a little, you know, you get that. Sort you're a cool of, weirdo. Yeah, you're a cool weirdo. You know? um, <laughs> yeah, but who's, who's got the last laugh now? Comic comic book creators, uh, and I'm kind of ruining the world a bit now. You know, Umbrella Academy, The Boys, uh, you know, all of these amazing things. Uh, there's uh, Sweet Tooth that's been released on mm, on Netflix. Mm, all these things have come from mm, comic books. You know, yeah, so you could look yeah. at DC and Marvel, and you can be like. Ah, okay, they're the big dogs, you know, even mm. as far out as Spawn a few years ago. You know, these mm. kind of things that you kind of expect to be made into movies, but they're taking these really small IPs and turning them into mm. these massive blockbuster productions. And you're thinking, yeah. this, these things, I mean, how much is Jared Way worth now because of Umbrella Academy? He's got to be worth, you know, a good few million. He's know, probably doing just, all right, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he made a bit for music before that as well, didn't he? So he's done all right. Yeah, um, well. But... You're going to comment now about the music? <laughs> no, no, I was going to say uh, everybody can uh, recognise my chemical romance just from one, one note. Ding. Yeah. 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 One, of the, one of the greatest intros. I mean, I'm not a fan of the band at all, but I think that is one of the greatest intros to any record ever. It's just iconic, you know. I, and I really like that he had a lot of influence on the on the TV show as well. Pretty much sat on set and made sure everything looked mm. and was looked great we um i was very lucky to uh, the listeners are kind of like oh these guys just geeking about comic books what's going on mm. in shrewsbury uh, but uh, <laughs> i went to mcm and um with with uh, one of my podcasts and i got to interview uh tom hopper who was in um umbrella academy mm-hmm. uh, and they he was uh, they were great i'm mean, honestly it was such an amazing show guys if you want something really out there and just wacky to go and watch and you haven't seen it go on netflix and watch the umbrella academy it's it is really stunning. good and if yeah, you really want to enjoy yourself pick up the books because they're yes. even better you know, the, right, the, the, so let's talk about that amazing. because when we talk about comic books and we talk about these IPs that are turned into movies, um, do you feel like that inspires people to go and pick up a, com- a comic book? Um, I, it must inspire some. You know, it's hard for me because it's hard to sort of imagine not going to the comics first because you know the movies came a lot t- a long time after and the TV comes a long time after. So it's hard to put myself in the position of a person who's you know not familiar with the comics. 
but I try to, and I and I think that you know, if it was me and I was watching a movie and I really liked it and I knew that there was source material, I would want to check out that source material. Um, but not everybody wants to do that, and that's fine, you know. Mm. Um, I mean, the reason that Marvel comics are not selling in massive numbers, you know, right now, is because the people who watch the movies are superhero fans they're not comics fans you know there's nothing wrong with that but the thing is um if you want to watch a superhero story the best medium to watch it now is in a movie unfortunately because you know movies have overtaken comics in their ability to show all these amazing things whereas in the 60s and the 70s and 80s and the 90s even if you wanted to see that sort of spectacle for a, in a superhero story, you had to go to comics. You didn't yeah. really have – there were a few movies about, but if you wanted it done the best way possible, the only way you could do it is to read a comic for superhero fans, whereas now if you're a superhero fan, you can go, you know what, I'm going to watch a Marvel movie because that's where it's at, and that's just the way it is, you know? But comics are so much more than superheroes, and that's part of what we're trying to show people with our project, the, the Comics Trail uh, in Shrewsbury. Uh, that I'm talking about tonight. Yeah, that's a good segue. Yeah. It is a good segue. It is a good segue. <laughs> and do you know what, uh, Hinton? It seems so, so, so long ago that we were at uh, Comic Salopia set up at the <laughs> university. It just seemed like does seem like forever ago. The day where I was like ten feet away from the biggest exclusive on. Comic <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was funny. And uh, you know, I'd just been listening to those old interviews that you did. Because I was oh, wow. sort of thinking, oh, I'll listen back to those because it's sort of we're at that time of year, and I, and I got all nostalgic about it. I was listening to you talk to, um, I think you you talked to Frank Quitely and and right. Declan Shalvey, and I heard you on that one, Shane, as well. I think, um, and you know, they were good interviews, guys. I really enjoyed listening back to those. That's what we like to do, baby. That's what we like to do. Apart from Jamali Maddox, when I was kind of like, okay, so Jamali, what do you do then? He goes, I'm on the telly. I'm on the telly, mate. I'm on the telly, mate. I don't, I don't yeah. watch terrestrial TV. I mean, I'm watching this, yeah. the most like, terrestrial TV. I do, I'm doing a documentary, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> he is a lovely guy, isn't he, Jamal? Yeah, isn't, yeah. he, isn't he just a lovely guy? Yeah. I tried to get him back on the show. I tried to get him for you, suck and stuff. He's, he's not mm. speaking to me. He's kind of like, <laughs> it's the guy I didn't recognise my genius. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Comic Salopia was a, a huge event for you. It's like the, the, mm. the maiden voyage of the Comic Salopia brand and what you got, what you're you're doing mm. stuff. Mm. Um, mm. Is the is the comic book trail uh, attached to Comic Salopia, or is it just a standalone thing? It is. It is attached to it. Yeah, because we couldn't do the um, the festival this year because of um, you know COVID. the illness that everybody talks about. And um, but um, we did. We wanted to do something. Uh, we didn't want to just not do anything. So we talked to the town council. She's be town yeah. council um, because la- in 2019 we wanted to do murals, but we didn't get the arts funding for it, so we we, we didn't do it. There you go. Uh, but we thought, wouldn't it be cool to still do something like that? So we talked to the council, and and and, and Helen at the council said, "Well, what about if we did some installations of art, you know, not on the walls, but we put some work up?" And I had this idea of this story across the town. You know, somebody writes a story, it goes all across town. Each each piece of art is a panel of the story, and it goes up at landmarks across the town. And uh, and and I said, well, we could probably do it a lot cheaper that way. <clears throat> and I said, told her how much it would cost, and she said, do you know, I think we can make that happen if you can sort of match the funding. And so we went and we got an arts council grant um to match well actually we got a bit more than what the council gives so we, we managed to get a really good substantial bit of funding from the arts council and from local authorities and from the big town plan they helped us out as well even even um um even the Shrewsbury bid got involved so we've 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 had some really good support from the the local authorities and the local organizations um and we're doing what we wanted to do originally this year so what's going to happen is there's going to be images right across the town massive life-size images and um depicting the story of shrewsbury from the past to the present to the future and it's written by none other than judge dread uh, creator john wagner oh we should have got him on today imagine <laughs> john on Streamyard. <laughs> <laughs> i love john 
Uh, a yeah, shout out to John and, hey. and a flashback as well, actually, too. I can't uh, hear you, mate. <laughs> okay, guys, we need to go Love back John. onto that. Um, the, the first time I ever spoke to... No, it's not the first time I spoke to John. It was the second mm. time because we did the uh, slobber knocker at the... Um, ah, yeah, the, I remember that. That yeah. was uh, ruined by the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, there's this little sound in the background all the way through that recording, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Oh, such a but, good interview as well, mate. Such a good, such a good interview, but yeah. probably one of the worst bits of audio I've ever released as a oh. podcast in my history, which is so embarrassing because I was surrounded by just a few million pounds worth of uh, artist designers, you know, as uh, comic book designers and writers, and I was just like, yeah, there you go, legends, your, absolute legends, yeah. love. Um, and uh, so the second time I, I ever spoke to um, to John Wagner was at the uh, Comic Salopia opener. And um, so there's this hustle bustle of a table the, of, of room. Um, the, there's a, celeb- a, a charity auction that's just finished. And um, Shane and uh, Charlie and the Cosmic Rays are setting up in the corner ready to play music. And I thought, I'm going to go and say hello to John Wagner because I might be able to scoop an interview with him, you know? Mm-hmm. Just go and say hello. So I don't know. It's worth, it's worth just bearing in mind how socially awkward Al is when it comes I, to I face-to-face stuff, okay? Awkward. Carry on. met me, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I walked over to uh, over to John. He sat down with, with his missus. And I sort of crouched down because, um, you know, he's, uh, he's low down. So I'll come down mm. to his level and like, hey, John, do you remember me? And he went, No. <laughs> And I was like, okay, so <laughs> we did the interview a few weeks ago at the Hive. And he said, oh, yeah, 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 I remember. I think he was just, like, being polite. And mm-hmm. I, as I went to say to him, I'd like to get an interview with you, Shane and and, and Charlie started... <laughs> so all he hears is... <laughs> but what I'm saying to him is, I'd love to get an interview with you over the weekend. Maybe we can sort it out. And he's like, I kind of I hear you. And I'm like... I'm, John, maybe we could get an interview. And he's like, I cannot hear you. And I was like, have a great evening, John. I'll see you later. And I just walked it's terrible. Terrible. Oh, what a sh- Well, I do apologise, mate, for um, scuppering your chances there. Of an you interview know what you're doing. You're like, damn the press. Yeah, damn you know what press. you're doing. <laughs> That's uh, why he let us use his music for, our, for, for the podcast. Is that guilt? Yeah, total guilt. Yeah. John is amazing, by the way. He invited me around his house and, uh, last year, I think it was. Uh, mm. No, it would kind of been last year. It was, what? God, that was a while ago. Before it would have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would have before COVID. Um, mm. And I went around his house, beautiful house, and made me drink. Uh, we sat in his kitchen. We did an amazing interview. It was fantastic. John, John Wagner is amazing. He's um, a lovely guy. I love John. So, Pitts. who's involved yeah. with these, um, these uh, installations of art then around town? Okay. So. I guess this is an exclusive because we haven't announced it yet officially. This isn't going out now, is it? So I'm going to take a risk and, say, and, and, and give you an exclusive. It might not be an exclusive. We'll get, we'll get this out Wednesday. We'll get this out Wednesday. Okay. <clears throat> it's probably an exclusive then. So um, it's pretty obvious we're probably going to have we're, we're going to have Charlie Adlard. Obviously. No, he's not allowed. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Charlie has actually completed his piece of work, um, and wow. I've seen it. And all I'll say is Charlie the Ape is back <laughs> from the uh, Comic Salopia. Um, and uh, he's done an amazing piece that's going to be going up at uh, Shrewsbury Library, which is the first part of the story, which introduces the characters of the story, which right. I'm not going to give it, which I'm not going to give away or anything. But, but Charlie the Ape, who is pictured there that Alex is showing now that nobody can see because it's an audio podcast. But um <laughs> <laughs> I was holding up I was holding up uh, when we were at Comic Salopia we got all the all the people we interviewed to sign the the beautiful edition of my mm. Shrewsbury that Charlie Adlard um, designed with the ape on top of the market hall and we were supposed to give it to Jane uh, from share yeah. but it never happened and I, I so Alex kept it. it yeah baby I, I'm, I'm keeping it safe for her so. <laughs> keeping it safe yeah, for the last two years. So, <laughs> so Charlie the Ape is back. Yes, he is. That's all I'm going to say. Um, so it's a nine-part story, um, starting with Charlie Adlard. And some of the artists we've got involved. Okay. We've got um, Mike Perkins, who is currently doing amazing work with Ramvee on Swamp Thing. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. But it's one of the um, it's one of the most interesting things that DC are actually putting out at the moment. I think um, 
so Mike Mike is doing a piece for us. Um, we've also got Doug Braithwaite doing a piece for us. I think he's doing something talking about the uh, the area of town, you know, Bear Steps and St. Altman's Church, that area there. Um, Doug's doing a piece there, which I've seen the pencils for. Um, he completed the pencils yesterday, and they are, as to be expected from Doug Braithwaite, absolutely brilliant. Um, I can't wait. And he's going to paint it. He said he's going to paint that image. Uh, I think he meant hand paint as well. So I'm really excited about seeing that. Because if anyone's not familiar with Doug Braithwaite's art, um, he's worked on some of the biggest titles for Marvel, DC. He's done. An, he also did an image book with Dave Hine. Um, and he, he reju helped to rejuvenate Valiant Comics um, a few years ago um, with his uh, Exo Man of War. And it's just, it's just, it's just one of the greatest artists in the business. So we're absolutely wow. thrilled to have him you know, involved. Yeah, yeah. And we've also got some more left field guys as well. Um, Rachel Smith, um, who's an artist who's known. She recently actually was on TV in America for a book that she's uh, just released. Um, she does amazing work. A lot of some of it's autobiographical, uh, and some of it's more sort of slice of life sort of stuff. Um, and it's really interesting. She's an incredibly good writer as well as artist. She's one of those people who can she can do the whole thing, you know, write, write, draw, you know, self-publish. She's she's an absolutely incredible creator on every level. Um, so we're thrilled to have Rachel involved. It's just, you know, I can't I can't really express re enough how how happy I am with the with the team of artists and of course John well, you just writing have. it. I mean, you, you know, just, yeah. Well, there you go. Just did it. That that's um, it's amazing that you can pull in artists like <clears> that. To, to ha I mean, how many of these are local? I mean, well, we're lucky actually because Mike Perkins has just moved back to Shrewsbury from America, um, which is why I asked him because I obviously wanted a local artist involved. Charlie obviously lives locally. John is local. Um, some of the other guys are, are not local as such, but they're, they've got links to Shrewsbury. Um, also, uh, there's some guys who are quite nearby. Lou Stringer, the, the Beano legend, is doing um, a piece for us. I think his piece is going to be at the quarry. I'm giving a lot away here. You're getting a lot here, mate. You, you really Big, are. You know, I'm going to have to start with a the biscuit. Yeah, Hashtag yeah. Biscuit before BBC. <laughs> um, are, are you going on BBC Shropshire with this? We've been on uh, oh, right, that's it. Well, kill it. Kill it. <laughs> We're off. I'm going, no, yeah, but we sorry. didn't tell him much, so um, <laughs> yeah, he's gone off. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, we, we, did, we didn't tell him much, um, because we couldn't at the time, it was all teaser stuff mostly. I spoke to Michaela, you know, Michaela on Radio Shropshire, hmm. um. Uh, who uh, got in touch and said she wanted to chat about what we were doing, and uh, yeah, we, we we so people people do know it's happening, but um, we 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 sort of letting people know in drips and drabs, you know, we want to keep people sort of uh, teased a little bit. <laughs> Just so if you guys are listening and you've got an event to um, to talk about. You would get absolute brownie points if you come to the biscuit before the BBC. I'm just, yeah, you know, it's just it's part of our it's part of the way we do things. It's what we say: biscuit before BBC. Um, but we let you off this time, Shane, because we absolutely love you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so, what's the what's the idea behind this, and why why set something like this up around Shrewsbury? And obviously, it's beautiful art, and mm. and Shrewsbury deserves that. And um, but what what you what do you hope to get from this? Okay, well, there's lots of reasons why we're doing it, actually. First of all, as I also already said, you know, we want to keep the comic salopia identity in people's minds, you know. We're not going away. Just because there's been a pandemic, it doesn't mean that we're not going to come back. So that's one reason for doing it. Uh, the Probably the biggest, well, there's two really big reasons as well. Is First of all, we want people to come into Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury is open for business again. We want people in the town. We want them, We want something there for them. Um, to enjoy and they can get involved um, because it's not just artwork that you can look at. You can actually create your own stories. So the idea is because it's mostly at eye level and it's life size, you can take selfies in front of the art and create your own nine panel story featuring yourself, your friends, your family. Um, cool. So there's lots of original stories being created online. Then you can post it on Instagram. We're going to have a, a competition with some very cool prizes that I can't announce just yet. But um, for the best 
stories created by people doing the trail. So you can come to Shrewsbury, you can do the trail, you can take your selfies, and then you post them online, and you can win a prize or two. Um, so you can really get involved. And it'll be really interesting to see what people come up with, because the sky's the limit, you know? if you Whatever ideas, uh, you can, there's lots of different ways that you can integrate yourself into the panels. Especially um, so with uh, really all the, uh, the the filters and stuff you've got on. Exactly. <laughs> on, like... You can have some real fun. And if you want to dress up, you know, you can, there's loads of things you can do. So the artwork is there. It's public domain. It's it's in the in the public domain. All of the, the places are free, entry, good, easy access. Um, so it's accessible to everybody. That was a really important thing for us, that anybody can come and enjoy this artwork and get involved with it and, and integrate themselves into it and engage with it. That's really important. It really um, and, important and engage because... with Shrewsbury. And the, and the, sorry, mate, go on. No, no, I think you're right. Absolutely right. I mean, I wasn't debating with you. I'm saying, like, mm. um, Shrewsbury does deserve that, and it, people engaging with that it might – we've always spoken about this, me and you, Shane. It might mm. spark a bit of creativity in someone. That's and, it. Uh, especially kids out there that are like, oh, I'd like to do this. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll say if, if there's any any schools listening, any te art teachers or anything, I am available to come out and do a little free talk uh, about creating their own comics – um, it's something I'm going to, I think I'm going to Meal Brace School next month to do a little talk uh, about how to make your own comics and just about comics in general. Because a lot of kids are curious about comics mm. and, and and how they work um, and how they can create their own. And, you know, it's not, as, it's not difficult. You just do it. You know, you don't have to have certain pens or certain paper or, or, or have a publisher you can just create comics just for I the use a love classic of it. quill. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you want to. Hey, you can get uh, good lines off a quill. I'll tell you now. Um, have you spoke to Kerry from Bloom? I haven't. No, I don't think so. I might have. I spoke to a lot of people over the last few months, actually. Not there's, all of them there's stuck Bloom in, my brain. in, uh, in Colum, uh, Bloom. Um, mm. And Kerry runs out. And it's all about. Um, art of course but youngsters yeah. you know getting youngsters involved mm. i think that'd be perfect she, she the one that yeah. does the she does painting and music or something doesn't she um i haven't i, I, I we did um oh it's really sad actually we did uh, an interview at bloom studios with kerry with the amazing tim king before he passed on uh, unfortunately um uh, it was like literally a few months after we did that interview passed on yeah. i was so shocked um and Lovely i haven't to kerry since because she had the flood, so uh, studio was flooded, and then mm. uh, COVID, and then the floods mm. happened again. Um, and um, I didn't want to be like, want to come on my podcast after she's been through all that. So, <laughs> Kerry, if you're listening, you want to do something, get in touch. But um, I would very much love to to come over. I'd love to get like set up a studio or something, set up the, set up the mics while the kids are there doing it because it's all about kids mm. and, and getting them involved yeah. and just yeah. find out what's going on through their little minds because. Um, these these kind of places are really important just just to give people a bit of a, a um you know a bit of a, a drive into into getting involved with art because like mm. you were saying at the beginning of the podcast Shane I feel like art is so important it really is it's it's it, mm. it's the only thing music um art and photography is a, yeah. it's a visual an audio uh, you know whatever representation of emotion you know mm. and it's very important for us to to be definitely, by that. and it's so good. For, it's a, it's a really good for well being. I mean, there's a reason that you feel you know when you're when you're creating art and you feel euphoric and you feel really good and you're in that moment. I, I mean, I, there's some science to prove this, but I believe it anyway. And that is that when you're in that moment and you're doing what you should be doing as an artist or a creator. And everybody is an artist and is creative. You know, they've all we've all got it inside us to a certain extent. And when you're in that moment and you're doing what you should be doing and you're doing it really well, you are you, you have a sense of meaning in your life. You know, and it's a very profound thing, and it's very good for you, um, both physically and mentally. And if people can get in touch with that, get in touch with that moment when you're when you're, you know, at one with what you should be doing. Um, creatively, that is so good for you. And the more you do it, the better your health will become, the better your your, your sense of meaning and purpose will become. And people need that, especially at the moment with what's been happening. You know, art can really turn people's lives around, whether you're creating it or whether you're participating or whether you're just enjoying the fruits of it, you know. So it's incredibly important. Yeah, 
It is. And I, I bet there's no no other feeling than selling your first piece of art. Mm. First time you've sold a piece of art or you've made money off something <laughs> you've created. I'm still waiting for that one, mate. <laughs> I don't believe that. I lie. I'm lying. I'm lying, of course. Yeah. <laughs> You're very talented. I've seen I've seen some of your work, Shane. Very good, very good. Oh, you? thank you. Very kind. Uh, not you, not you <laughs> I'm sure you are, Shane. I'm sure you are too. Get out the clouds, buddy. Get out the clouds. Um, <laughs> so when is all this happening, Shane? Okay, so the art is going to be unveiled on Saturday, the 24th of July. So it's not long, um, and we hope that it's going to be up for one year. So people will have chance to participate and do their selfies and get involved for the for the whole season, you know, for for the whole year, if they want to, um, they can go and discover Shrewsbury. They can get into the story, and there's going to be some leaflets uh, which give us more information. You can also um, go online, and there'll be extra information online about the art and about the artists, and you can find out more about the background of the the sites because there's a lot of you know we know everybody knows there's a lot of history in Shrewsbury. And, and part of what this uh, story is about is about the history of Shrewsbury as well as what's going on now and what's, what we can expect in the future. There's a lot of history there. Um, so you, there's, there's further reading, if you like, uh, that you can yeah. get into, um, not as well as the trail, you know. Um, so that'll be going on. It's basically there for everybody all year uh, for people to where, enjoy. Where does the, where does the, the trail start? Which, which landmark are you using to start okay. with? So it starts at the library with Charlie's Peace. Uh, that is part one of the story. Um, and we are going to be doing a launch event where there's going to be some uh, kids' workshops at the library. Uh, we've got uh, Sonia Leong coming uh, down, uh, up, up. She's coming up. Um, and she's going to be doing some manga workshops, which uh, are incredibly popular because kids at the moment are really into manga. Um, and manga in general is 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 experiencing a little bit of a growth spurt at the moment uh not just with kids just across the board i think people are, are discovering that manga isn't just one house style you know people think manga they think big eyes you know and all that sort of stuff hello uh, kitty uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah they think of one or two things you know but we're all aware of akira you know we're all aware of hello kitty you know naruto all that sort of stuff but manga is as diverse as any other type of comics, you know, manga. One comics. punch man. One punch Absolutely. man. Uh, but you, you know, there's 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 every 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 single genre you can imagine is represented in manga, as it is in comics, uh, in, in Western comics. You know, um, and th there is this sort of barrier between manga and Western comics, and people try and you know separate them, but they're it's all part of the same pot, really. Um, and people a, are discovering that now. I think. I, I've always thought that the one thing that DC have always done better than anyone else is their animated movies. I think their animated mm. movies are just they're just totally agree, mate. Stunning. Yeah. And there was a while yeah. there they did about three or four in the one where it was all manga style, uh, Batman. Mm. Uh, and I was kind of like, you know, really long pointy I remember those. ears. Yeah. Very yeah. skinny, very pale skinned, and I was just kind of like. Do I like this or do I not? And I kind of grew into it. And mm. then they've gone back to the old um, yeah. traditional sort of. Well, it was anime. a good experiment, wasn't it? I mean, I've, that's the thing I love about the DC animation. They're not afraid to have a little bit of an experiment with different styles every now and again. Ninja Batman. Yeah, that was that was that was wacky. Yeah, I mean, the, the concept. I mean, it was, it was a bit contrived. You know, it's like how can we get all these characters into feudal Japan? I think it was set and. It's like, well, this, this, none of this makes any sense at all, but it was good. Um, and, and yeah, it was a one off, it was an experiment, but fair play to them, you know. Um, they, they, they have a go. And I think that's, for me, for the DC properties, the most interesting stuff is the animated movies, without a doubt, you know, more than the, 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 the live action stuff more than the comics what the i find really movies. funny right is that you've got like dc that's like trialed this animated series and there's shane chebsey it's going like well done well done you well you've done. had you've had a go well well, well done. done you want to ruffle his hair a bit like you know just like <laughs> on the back. i'm sure like, they well are done, really Ron. appreciative <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure they're hanging on my every word yeah yeah I'm well sure Jeff they're Jones. really, really pleased. Yeah, yeah. So, you well know, done, you turned up. Well done. You turned up yeah, and you, yeah. you give it a jolly good go, didn't you? Well done, you. <laughs> oh, thank okay, you for pointing um, that out, Shake. Thank you. <laughs> We're running short on time. Uh, I've, got, I've got to go and have my dinner. I've got to do another live show in a bit as well. Right. I wasn't supposed to, but 
Mr. Tom Bruno's uh, been on vacation in South Carolina. It looked like a, a great time, but he's like, I'm not black yet. From his 18-hour drive. Uh, so that's fair. So I need to go and jump wow. on the show tonight now. Um, wow. America, man. It's a crazy place. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just pop into the, sh- the shop for three hours. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> um, Shane, where can people find everything they need to find out about this comic book though? Right, okay. So obviously there's the Comic Salopia website, which is comicsalopia.com. Nice and easy, two S's. Mm-hmm. Um, that's being developed again at the moment for the trail, so that should be all up and running in a few days. Um, and we have created a Facebook group, um, uh, Shrewsbury Comics Trail, uh, which is sort of where you can find out things as they happen. So I would recommend uh, for anyone who's interested in finding out what's going on is go on to Facebook, go on to the Shrewsbury Comics Trail Facebook group, and you, you, you are really in touch with what's happening there. We're also on Twitter as C Salopia, um, and we'll be posting on there as well. So there's, you know, there's lots of places. And, and as things develop, as the artwork gets shared, there will be an Instagram hashtag. Uh, which will be uh, Comics Should Trail t- <laughs> <laughs> Comics Trail uh, 2021. So hashtag Comics Trail 2021, and that's where you can post your entries as well. So keep an eye on that hashtag on uh, Instagram. Amazing, amazing! I can't wait for this. I mean, I'm glad it's going to be up for a bit. It's not. We're not going to miss mm. it because I think maybe we oh, could no. do like um, Shane. We could have you as the judge. And we could have like a biscuit off. Who can make the best story? Oh yeah, we'll get you back definitely. Yeah, I reckon we should do a biscuit live. Actually, following it around, that'd be quite cool. I was, I was suggesting I, I, we could do something like that on the launch weekend. Actually, it would be great to get you guys to, um, you know, interview some of the people who were doing the workshops, interview the artists who were visiting. That was me stretching, by the way. That wasn't me going, oh, no, that's <laughs> I was, I was yeah. looking at your face thinking, like, what's he trying to tell me? It's like, is he like, is, is, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd love to be there, but we don't. I mean, I'm I'm very excited to be there, but we, we're going to be doing the Battle of Shrewsbury with um, ah. the Corbett household. So we're going to be there. Hopefully, um, I'm going to speak to him and we're going to try and get Matthew on the show at some point. Um, and I want to try and see if they have a few spare bits of chat. I don't know. Maybe we could do some uh, old timey sort of. Uh, recording into this magic stick that will record your voice and uh, <laughs> etch it in the sky. Um, uh, yeah, so th- th- this all sounds amazing. So, guys, make sure you, you definitely check that out and um, go and get some pictures. Send them to mm. shit. Uh, what can people set? Where can people send their stuff? Is that yeah? So, hashtag? if they use the hashtag, uh, yeah. and then we'll we'll judge it from that. Um, we'll send out more information about the competition. Um, over the next uh, couple of weeks as well because obviously it'll open as the artwork is unveiled uh, and then it really kicks into gear and you know it's going to be up there for a while so people can enjoy it but the, the competition will have a closing date which will probably be you know towards the end of uh, the summer um, because obviously you know people don't want to walk around the trail in, when it's snowing do they oh, they um, might Oh, I love the freezing cold Shane, rain that hits you in the face. These are these are Slopians. These are like these are Shrewsbury people. Like snow is like summer to us. Like you know. indeed, snow, I forget. I'm May. forgetting myself, aren't I? Remember where you are, man. Yeah, yeah. should know um, better. Yeah, it sounds fantastic, Shane, and it's, it is great to speak to you again. Um, and you, on, and you guys. Microphone. Yeah, really um, nice to see you. I need to tell uh, the listeners about. Uh, obviously, you guys, if you listen to the show regularly, you'll know that we're we're going to be doing this twenty four hour podcast challenge that we're doing uh, on the night at nine a.m. on the 29th of September. We're going to go live, and we're not going to stop until uh, nine a.m. on the thirtieth, which is International Podcast Day. We're doing this uh, in conjunction with both the Biscuit and you suck to try and raise money for local Shrewsbury charity Lingen Davis um, and the reason we're doing this is to try and encourage people to go out and do the same do better than us please uh, I don't need that slide chain because it's wrong now uh, because uh, I've put on there no I've put on there that um, we're selling our sponsors uh, we were selling them for £50 uh, for an hour just obviously a donation to the charity so you'll get like this hour is brought to you by Shane Chebsey he's a great artist he'll draw you a great figure uh you know these sort of things we'll, we'll do that for you and we'll, we'll display your logos but um i went for a meeting at reach who are our main sponsors and they're like yeah that's too cheap it's like 50 quid for a, a company's like 
that's your stationary bill. Like so, a hundred pound mm. if you want to be involved, and that money go all goes straight to Lingen Davis. Now, if we get we sell all twenty four hour long slots, a hundred pound. Look at the money we're going to be making yeah, for a charity. That's wow, what you will be part good. of. Um, and yeah, we've got a great lineup. The biscuit lineup is very nearly filled up. You suck. We've got some work to do. So maybe Shane, if you know some, I mean Charlie's uh, said yes. You he, will love to come on and speak. Oh, to us. great. Um, so if you know anybody that can. Help us fill up our guest list. Just okay. drop us a message after this, you know, because uh, we, cool. we're looking for great people. This thing it has got a brand now. It's got a name that I can't tell you yet because it hasn't been uh, lifted. There's going to be press releases going out and stuff. But this is a brand and a name that I'm not just – I'm not – it could probably change the world. It could really, like, cause uh, mm. a ripple effect with what we're doing. Um, so hopefully – just stay tuned up what's going on because you're going to be very shocked mm. uh, and very pleasantly surprised, I think. Um, um, if you want to get involved uh, and you want to speak to us, um, please go to our website, um, uh, which is the shrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Um, there are uh, options there to, to get in touch with us. You can listen to the shows um, and you can just get involved. Uh, and that's made for us by our friends at Web Orchard who make great websites. So if you need a website, go to Web Orchard. Um, so, yeah. Shane, you got anything to add? Uh, Hinton, sorry, before we go? Um, no, I need to get an up to date slide because th- these are the ones which I've been pushing on the on like all the reducer clears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, all, that's, all, yeah. that's my fault for leaving them up there. In fact, I just deleted it. There we go. It's gone. Disappeared. Gone. I can't. I can't. Do I'm not angry. I'm, by the way, I haven't even been told what the hell the the uh, the brand. And everything. Yeah, we're gonna have a chat. Me and you. Me and you, young man, are gonna have a chat. I recorded the interview that we had, and I, invo- I, invi- I invited you to the, the meeting as well. But I recorded it on Zoom, and it deleted itself. I genuinely Ooh. like I got uh, we we planned it all. Jamie Westwood he cleared the uh, the cloud because it was full, so we had space. We recorded it, and I was meant to send it to uh, to Anna from Lingen Davis as well, and it deleted itself. I went to look at it last night, and it was like this 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 stream does not exist. And I was like, thank you, Zoom. Cheers for that. We really needed that audio, so we could oh. send it to you guys. But you know, oh, so there it goes. Oh. Right, um, guys, you've been uh, fantastic, Sh- Shane. You've been, uh, again, like I do miss the bizarre days. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> Me too. I don't mate. do that. Sh- I killed that show. I'm, I'm not doing. Oh, is it gone now? Oh, uh, I think, I think TS that, is going to take it up um, because cool. I've got too much to do. I've got yeah. all this biscuity stuff I'm doing, the Usuk stuff I'm doing on the radio, and I've got a family and a full time job. Yeah. yeah. I feel you, mate. I do. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the same. We, we, we just like to keep busy, don't we? <laughs> I think we like to punish ourselves. I think that's what yeah, yeah. Um, but it's been a pleasure to come on. It really has. It's been really nice to see you guys. Thank you so much. We welcome you any time, mate. Any time at all. Thank, Thank you. you. Right, uh, let's get out of here. This has uh, been a great show, and we will catch you next time, guys. Um, where's the video? And peace out. <laughs>